Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And yes, we are. Thank you, Dave Nelson, for leading us into yet another episode of NSDF Power Radio. Hey, I believe this is our 34th episode. Can you believe it? Well, uh, welcome everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. I want you to get comfortable for another powerful broadcast of National Seizure Disorders Foundation weekly recorded podcast, Power Radio. We come to you every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, inviting you to join us right here on TalkShoe as we bring order to seizure disorders by discussing with an open and mature mind a variety of topics related to living with seizures. We are not medical professionals. We are a compassionate crowd of experienced seizure survivors and caregivers. I want you to know that NSDF Power Radio is open to the general public. So be sure and invite your friends and family to listen into the recording of tonight's show all week through our website at nsdf.us or through the TalkShoe archives. You're invited to call in and contribute to the conversation tonight and every Wednesday night. Simply dial in at 714-444-7444 and use the show ID 135359. I know you'll be glad you did. You know, you can call in and just listen or you can participate by asking questions and uh, offering up some experiences. Again, that number, I got it wrong the first time, it is 724-444-7444. And of course, the show ID again is 135359. When you find value in our show, which I'm sure you will, go ahead and follow us through TalkShoe. When you follow us, you'll have the option to get weekly reminders. I want you to know that. It's important because many of us We have such uh, productivity in our day that we seem to forget these weekly shows. And if it's important enough for you, then you'll do anything you can to be reminded. I want you to know that power radio is not an hour of fear or blame or drama. This is an hour of awareness, support, and rising above our diagnosis. So when you're ready for support and enlightenment while living with seizures or while caring for someone living with seizures, Power Radio is just one of the services offered by National Seizure Disorders Foundation to guide your life in the direction of positive seizure management, peace, 
and joy. Yes, you can have peace and joy while living with seizures. I want you to take some time this week to discover more about National Seizure Disorders Foundation and the services and resources we have for you at our website, nsdf.us. Oh, and uh, just so you know, our experienced producer, Susan, has muted everyone during the show. This is to give everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future the best possibility of hearing every powerful word spoken through the show. So stick around if you have questions or comment, or you want to share a small experience from your seizure journey. And Susan will be opening the lines for questions later in the show. Should you please take a moment to uh, share some gratitude with us for our partners? Compass, Kovac Likely, and Seizure Clusters Connect, and let's remember, Guardian of the Night Canine, the trainer we prefer to use to provide the nation with highly trained seizure service canines. Resources, excuse me, resources for each of these will be available through NSDF pages across social media. That is. Facebook, Google+, LinkedIn, and others. So please do watch for them. You can even find uh, resource links for all of our partners and other resources we'll talk about tonight on our Google Plus event page. Before we begin, there's a special announcements for powerful prayer, and we've got some super celebration going on. This week, while you pray in your own way. I want you to please continue to lift members, Tiffany, Corey, Kristen, Kinley, Priscilla, John, Leah, Liz, Melody, Whitney, and Eli. These are just a few names in the current loving arms of National Seizure Disorders Foundation. If you have a seizure-related need, please reach out to NSDF, and I promise we will reach back. Uh, just a side note before we move further. If you notice I'm having a little issue with my voice tonight, it is because um, due to some reason beyond my control, my VNS, that is vagus nerve stimulator that I use for seizure therapy, it's given me a little bit of issues tonight. But you know, we've overcome bigger things. So I know together we can overcome a little bit of uh, voice vibration. So in celebration, I want you to know, everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future, that we have recently placed seizure service dog Blue with our Epilepsy Warrior Boys in Alabama, and Gabe is a seizure service dog in training at Guardian of the Night Canine for Tinsley, a little girl in Mississippi, and also being trained is seizure service dog in training Lilla for our Paws for Seizures director, Lisa Stevens. I'm so overjoyed to notice the impact in 
IDF is making in lives across the nation. And the future is looking even stronger. So I invite you listening today, tomorrow, and into the future to join us. Is this the from the East and the Ganges? Come grow with us and become more than a life-altering diagnosis. The worthy of a repeat is our disclaimer. As I stated earlier, the staff and guests of NSDF Power Radio are not medical professionals. Anything you hear tonight or read in the written resources that uh, we offer up during the show are for your awareness and support only. Should you be so inclined to take action, please discuss any changes to your diet, your medical routine, your self-care routine, or your exercise routine with your own medical team. NSDF is not responsible for the decisions made by individuals listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. So before we dig into tonight's topic, I want to share with you a recent and true experience in hopes that it inspires you to become more than whatever feeling in any moment throughout your day that you may be feeling. This experience happened to me recently, uh, as recent as this past weekend. I was invited by my grandson to one of his ball games. Now, for any grandparent, that would be a joy, you know, stress-free joy. However, I knew that uh, the other adults that I would be around, you know, it would be a very, very stressful situation. Um, because it's, it was similar to being in a room with a bunch of strangers, that sort of thing. And um, I would not be there with anyone that knew or, or really was um, particularly caring about my seizure experience. You know, that stress of wondering, if I have a seizure, will anyone take care of me? You know, that stress was there. It could have been there. However, I had a choice to make. What was more important in that moment? Fear that could have kept me home or love in sharing some time with my grandchildren and overcoming that fear, stepping into courage and just knowing, believing that whatever happened, everything was going to be okay. What felt better to me? I had to think about that. Did courage feel better to me than fear? Well, of course it did. Did spending time with my grandchildren feel better to me than spending the time um, at home, in bed, beating up on myself for not spending time with my grandchildren? Of course it did. So I went ahead and uh, went to the game. And... Just just as I knew it would happen, um, I was in a room, quote, unquote, it was an open field, but let's say a room, with uh, strangers. Of course, I knew some people there, but, but, uh, but still, I felt like a stranger. I noticed something significant. Because of the choice that I made before going to the game, the choice to step 
through that fear and be more than that fear. That choice eased my fear, eased my stress to the point where I didn't have a seizure. And I was able to go about the couple of hours spending time with my grandchildren and enjoying the time away from home, out into the public. And, um, you know, it, it resulted in a very, very good day. So uh, what's the point in me sharing this story with you? I want you to know that every living person has the power of choice. We make choices in every moment of every day. And you have the opportunity at any time to make better choices that will lead to better experiences, whether they have to do with um, spending time out with family or staying at home in bed. Whatever the better choice is for you, I want you to, when you're faced with a choice, I want you to examine, are you just um, paying attention to what's going on, being present in that moment, or are you reacting out of stress to the choice? I want you to think about what feels better, what emotion feels better, what action feels better in that moment. And always move toward what makes you feel better in that moment. And perhaps, you know, if, uh, if it makes you feel better to not think about your own health, and do what others, you know, move in the direction that others want you to move in. If that makes you feel better, then perhaps you want to consider that. Because sometimes, even though it may be better for your, for your health, sometimes um, not going with others will cause enough stress in your life to present in seizure. So I want you to just really think about what helps you feel better in every moment, and if you have any trouble in deciding what makes you feel better, if you have any trouble in making those better choices, I want you to reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation because we will help you rediscover your power. It's there, I promise. It may be hidden from you, but together we will rediscover it. Even when you feel the most powerless, the power still, that power of choice, it still remains within you. Simply speak up tonight if you're calling in, or go ahead and send an email to me directly, Terrific Tanya, that's one word, Terrific Tanya at nsdf.us, or leave a comment anywhere you see the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name. Someone will be with you to help you rediscover your power, help you increase your daily quality of life, and help you make the better choices. We do this all out of compassion and love because we want you to be more than seizure disorder. And now, um, if you want to call in again, and, uh, and contribute to the conversation. I want you to go ahead and dial in if you happen to just be listening. I want you to pick up that phone and dial in at one 
724-444-7444 and use show ID 135359. If you're in the chat room, please let us know who you are and where you're from. And as you post, our producer Susan will let us know. So now on with tonight's topic, managing stress while living with seizures. So as many of you know, um, in the position of founder and president of National Seizure Disorders Foundation, there are stresses that come my way. So how do I do it? How do I manage stress while living with seizures? In fact, how in history have I managed my seizures from over 500 a month to currently right around 20 a month? Well, I do it by incorporating a lot of different therapies into my life. Of course, there are AEDs, but the AEDs, the anti-epileptic drugs, they don't really uh, help you manage your stress. Um, in fact, some of them even add to your stress, believe it or not. So what I've had to do is incorporate the therapies such as safe exercise, like walking, uh, meditation, sleep therapy, making sure I get enough sleep to where when I wake up I feel refreshed. And if, um, if I start to feel stressed or low energy during the day, I'll just allow myself to take a nap because that's okay. You know, you have that power of choice to do that. There's nothing wrong with a mid-afternoon nap. In fact, uh, some of our greatest leaders in this country, uh, some of our greatest inventors in the world attribute their successes to those mid-afternoon naps. Think about that. Think about that next time you're under stress. Another way that I deal with stress on a daily basis is I turn to trusted people, people that I know will accept me unconditionally, will love me through the process, and if they don't have answers for me, I know that they will hold me in prayer until the answers come. So if you need someone like that in your life, I encourage you to reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation. Let us know. Become part of our family, and we will hold you while you experience the stress. Um, something, too, that I wanted to share with you is um, what is called, what my doctor has called, delayed stress. Several years ago, while keeping uh, a seizure journal, which I encourage all of you to do. If you're out there experiencing seizures, I encourage you to keep everything in your journal. Um, I noticed that I was going through some very, very big stresses. You know, we were, um, I, I was without finances, which is a stress. Um, my daughter, a few years ago, passed away through SUDEP. That's a stress. And um, a few years before that, we, we were moving residences, and that's a stress. However, 
I noticed something significant through all of those majorly stressful times. I did not have seizures. And I asked my doctor about it, um, and he told me to refer back to my journal. And I, and I told him that I noticed that I had seizures days after the stress. In fact, I was having seizures on what seemed to be my days of lowest stress. And he said, what that is, is my nervous system catching up to uh, getting in line with the stress that I had been going through. It was just a delayed response. And so um, what we did to get that in line to where I no longer have that delayed response, let's see, I, I went through that for about a year. And um, while going, you know, while living through this delayed response of stress, what I would do is um, anytime I would be going through a stressful time, I would just be aware. It's very important that you're aware. I would be aware of the stress. I would be aware that I um, respond and not react to the stress. And then I would be aware for a few days afterwards just in case a seizure were to occur. And I noticed the more aware I became, even though the stress hadn't changed, the more aware I became, the less seizures. And when I did have seizures, uh, the less severe the seizures were. Also with that, I incorporated more time in meditation. I incorporated more time in exercise. And it was safe exercise approved by my doctor. It was nothing um, overly aerobic. Just, I call it walk therapy, just short stints of walking. And um, I also started to become aware of this, that um, awareness again. I started to become aware of the foods I was eating. If any food that I was eating at that present time was an inflammatory food or it had caffeine in it, it was something that would aggravate my nervous system, increase my stress in my body, I went ahead and chose to do without it. So my therapies, cleaning up my diet, uh, moving more, increasing my exercise safely, uh, meditating and clearing my mind more, all of those together, making better choices, all of those together, they work together to reduce my stress. Being aware that um, my seizure disorder, I just happen to have this delayed response. Being aware of that, that was in with the therapy too. And together, over the years, my seizures have reduced from over 500 a month to right around 20 a month now. And, you know, that 20 a month, um, they're less severe, and so I can live with them. I can live with them stress-free. In fact, I still go through a lot of the same stresses that I've gone through all of these years, but because I know better, because I know now to um, think about... Um, how to respond to the stress, to think before I react. 
I'm able to handle the stresses better. And because I handle the stress better, I'm able to um, enjoy more seizure-free days and more stress-free days. And so I wanted to, uh, before we go to the phone lines to see if anyone has questions, I wanted to also bring to your attention a newly published article that I just published today from, um, from a doctor. He is specifically doing a uh, stress and seizures study. I encourage you to go to National Seizure Disorders Foundation, the website, and look for the latest in the doctor's notes. We have two articles uh, that, are, that are there for you in that piece, and they're both about stress and seizures. And now, just like I've told you with all of the other resources, that link to the National Seizure Disorders Foundation to that specific article uh, will be in there, will be everywhere you see the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name. And, um, and those articles that uh, the study that, uh, that has been done on seizures and stress, they are in that article on our website, and they are in the form of downloadable PDFs. So you can download them, save them to your computer, print them out, take them to your doctor, or um, use them um, any way you wish. So now, with that being said, I want to go take a few moments, turn toward our phone lines. Susan, do we have any listeners ready to participate? We have um, somebody from Mississippi, and then we have Clinton from East Virginia. And Lisa is on chat. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, well, Clinton, why don't you speak up first? Uh, what have you got for us today? Okay. Uh, you were saying handling, okay, managing stress. Uh, what was that website you were saying to download that? Uh, okay. That, that would be our website, which is National Seizure Disorders Foundation. It's all one word, dot org. You can go there. And I just published the article today. So it'll be under the newest articles. You can also search through our website, search the words doctor's notes, and it'll be the most uh, recent doctor's Okay, thank you. Okay, and uh, within that article, there will be two downloadable PDFs. And when you open those PDFs, you will be able to save them to your desktop. You will be able to print them out. Okay. Okay. All right, I, will I, do. I encourage everyone that goes to the website and reads those articles to reach out to that doctor and tell him thank you. Thank you for allowing his works to be published on National Seizure Disorders Foundation and let him know that he has helped another human being. Because, you know, we need to appreciate our doctors more. They do so much for us. And so, uh, Mississippi, uh, you mind telling us who you are? Hello? Hello. This is Tanya. You're on Power Radio. 
I don't know how to talk. <laughs> so, uh, so you're calling from Mississippi? Do we do we have a good connection? I don't know how to talk. So what's your name? They might just want to listen. Yes. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. If you just want to listen, that is fine. And now, Susan, uh, has Lisa provided anything for us through chat? Um, she just said that, um, like, like now that the weather's nicer, um, getting out to walk and everything is helping her kind of um, alleviate stress that's going on. And she set herself goals for um, mm-hmm. for walking. Mhm, mhm. That's really good. That's really good to set yourself goals for walking. Um, I know that there are websites that I can share with everyone um, through written word, you know, there are websites other than ours that you can go to that will help you with uh, setting your goals for walking and for exercising. And again, I'm going to stress, when you start your walking program or your exercise program, no matter how mild you think it is, I want you to consult with your doctor. The reason is um, aerobic exercise, just breathing in oxygen, on a uh, on a on a regular basis, more than you would normally breathe, um, that can be a seizure trigger. And also, when we change our habits, just any change can be a mild stress, and even that mild of stress can be a trigger uh, for seizures. And even oh, when we when we uh, change our diet, when we change something in our diet or exercise plan we can start to lose weight. And when we lose weight, that's another reason our doctors need to be aware because our blood levels will need to be checked so that we're getting the right amount of AEDs in our system. So I hope that makes sense to everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. And listen, um, about diet, I do want to tell you... um, I guess this I guess you could say this is a success report about stress and diet. Um, for those of you that have been following my writings through National Seizure Disorders Foundation, I do have a couple of articles about epilepsy and diet. Um, in fact, I think the title is something along the lines of "This Seizure Survivor has Gone Mad." And what I'm doing is, I'm writing about the modified Atkins diet while I am uh, testing out the modified Atkins diet in my own body. So you may want to stop in and check that out. What's that doing for me related to stress? Well, that is um, allowing less stress into my body. Those foods that I was talking about before that can be stressful, uh, can be inflammatory, those foods are no longer being in my body. Anytime um, you ingest foods that you may even think are good for you, for instance, red meats. Red meats are inflammatory. They're hard to digest, and they're inflammatory to your body. Anytime you have an inflammatory food, something made with wheat or grains or red meat, 
sometimes even milk products, that can cause enough inflammation in your body to stress your body into a seizure. So if if you're having seizures and you really don't know why, especially the breakthrough seizures, and there's really no evidence why, then I want you to take a close look at your diet, take an honest look at your diet. Nobody else has to know. And if you need help taking a look at your own diet, I want you to reach out to us and we will help you. Again, that website is nsdf.us or anywhere you see the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name through uh, social media. Our Facebook page, if you feel most comfortable getting in touch with us through Facebook, is facebook.com slash nsdf37029. You can leave a comment there. You know, you don't have to follow any certain thread. Just go ahead and leave a comment and say, hey, I need some help. Get in touch with me. You don't have to say why. Just, I need some help. Get in touch with me. And I or someone else, one of our trusted staff members, will confidentially uh, friend you and message you and uh, get you on your way to making better choices and uh, walking a path of positive seizure management. So that's just something to um, give you to think about, you know, if you should have trouble uh, figuring out what stresses are aggravating the seizures in your life. And speaking of uh, little realized stresses, I have another story, another true story to share with you in our last few moments, and then again we'll go to the phone lines to see if anyone else has anything to say. Um, some years ago, about, uh, about 10 years ago, I was working at just a small market, you know, it was, it was a stress-free job. I enjoyed what I was doing. But I realized while I was working, I was having more seizures. I was having a different type of seizure. And uh, my employer was picking up on it too. Um, and after some awareness, after some investigating, really paying attention to what was going on, I found that the stress that was triggering these seizures was the simple stress of getting up out of bed in the morning, knowing that I had to be somewhere on time every day. And to, uh, to add to that stress was my alarm going off to wake, him, to wake me up on time. So you see, it was, it was kind of a stress triple threat for me in that moment. I had the sudden uh, awakening with the alarm, that sudden noise, and the um, having to move my body out of bed without taking the time to fully wake up, and then knowing that I had to be somewhere at a specific time. And it didn't matter where I had to be. You know, that didn't stress me. It was just the fact that I had to be somewhere at a specific time. So that stress clustered together provided um, the perfect stress to trigger seizures. And it just so happened to trigger absent seizures in me. At that, uh, before that time, I had never experienced absent seizures, you know, the staring seizures. But um, 
But during that time, during that year, I was experiencing up to 20 uh, absent seizures an hour. My employer showed me the proof. Uh, they even videotaped it, believe it or not. Um, but she was able to show me the proof. And as a result, yes, I lost my job, but that was okay because I know that uh, that, that move, me not having that job anymore, that move was the best for me. Now, within two weeks of uh, letting go of that job, um, I noticed something changed in me. No longer did I require an alarm clock to wake me up, and no longer did I have to get out of bed without fully waking up, without you know, stretching and, and taking a moment for my eyes to focus, things of that nature. And no longer did I have the stress of being at a specific place at a specific time. When I didn't have that stress, no longer was I experiencing the absent seizures. So, you know, take some time. If, if you're experiencing or, or maybe your loved one is experiencing seizures of any type, and you really just don't have a clear explanation for what is, uh, is causing the seizures, what is triggering the seizures, you may want to consider the stress level, consider the small stuff that really doesn't make sense. You know, in uh, someone that is not stress, uh, that is not that seizure affected, uh, something as mild as waking up to an alarm clock and getting ready for work and going into work at a certain time, it would have never stressed them. But for someone that has um, an already stressed immune, uh, I'm sorry, an already stressed nervous system, you know, someone that is seizure affected, um, small stresses like that, they may be just enough to push us past the tipping point and uh, exacerbate seizures. Just something to think about. Now, as we head into our um, last half of the hour, Susan, do we have anyone else on the line? We don't, but uh, Lisa had um, typed in chat. It's true, sometimes the stresses you don't experience as being big can get to you. Sometimes happy stresses can do it too. Yes. Yes. Um, go ahead, Clinton. Was that Clinton? Oh, yes. What did, what did she say? Happy stresses? Yes, happy stresses. Happy stresses. Okay. Yes, happy stresses. For instance, you know, just an example out of my own life. Uh, many of you know that I'm married. In fact, I've been married twice. And neither time did I choose to have a wedding, you know, uh, and there's, there's a reason for that. Not because of embarrassment or shame or, you know, financial um, lack, but because I knew, I, it, was just, um, it was just a knowing, I knew that the happy stress of planning a wedding, of actually walking down the aisle, of celebrating a new union, that happy stress could be enough to trigger a seizure in me. And I just wasn't, um, I wasn't willing to risk it, you know. 
I went back to being aware and making the right choices. And although those choices were not what my family and friends wanted to hear, not what my groom wanted to hear, I still went with the choice that was right for me. And, you know, they could either be happy with the choices that I made or they can get off the boat. <laughs> because sometimes we just have to make um, the tough choices to be able to love ourselves and to be able to enjoy stress-free moments. And now some say that uh, stress is a necessity in life or, or stress is a natural in life. You know, there, there's stress everywhere, that sort of thing. Well, that may very well be. But the answer is not in actually getting rid of stress. The answer is in reacting correctly to stress, reacting maturely to stress, or not reacting at all to stress, just choosing to observe stress and respond in a way that, um, that helps you, that helps you move through that moment no matter what's going on. You know, I myself have been through many, many stressful times uh, in, over the last few years, and I've just observed the stressful moment. And I've thought to myself in that moment, well, would it be better for me, would it be the better decision if I were to react to the stress, get all caught up in the stress, and feel the stress in my body? Or would it be the better decision if I just observe the stress, if I just notice what's going on and let it be and choose not to react? And uh, nine times out of ten, when I choose not to react to the stress, um, it, it proves to be the better decision. Now, there is... Um, there's the right time to react to stress, and that that would be in times of danger. You know, um, for instance, if uh, if you see a poisonous snake coming at you or a man with a gun coming at you, then that would be a good time to react to stress and get out of the way. You know, run the other way. The, the flea, the, what is it, the flea, uh, oh, it's that response that I can't even think of right now. That's my aphasia kicking in to where I can't think of the name, but maybe someone calling in or someone listening in knows what I'm talking about. It's the response in us that lets us know when danger is present to get out of the way. However, if we choose to react, to every stress in a negative way. You know, if we choose to worry about the stresses in our lives, that, uh, that response system, uh, we, choose, we start to react to it um, to run away every time, no matter what it is. And you know what that does? Not only does it provide um, an atmosphere that will allow stress to trigger more seizures in us, but it also keeps us with immature minds. It keeps us small-minded. It keeps us from growing 
into mature adults, growing um, our thought process, processes. You know, uh, we no longer can be a thinking human if we're always running the other way from every stress that comes along. So I encourage you, when you see a stress coming your way, I encourage you to observe the stress and make the right decision for yourself in that moment. And if you need help in making the right decision, if you need help in learning how to be a thinking person, um, if you need help in better managing your stress, then I want you to reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation anywhere you see the NSDF name, and I promise someone will reach back. The stories you share with us will be confidential unless you give us permission to share with others because your privacy is important to us. And who knows? Perhaps when you... Um, begin working with National Seizure Disorders Foundation, you'll start to see your stress level. You'll start to see the stresses around you melt away. And you know, when the stress melts away in your life, other people around you will notice that there's a change in you. And they'll begin to appreciate you more. They'll begin to love you more. They'll begin to want to be around you more. This is not a fault in you. It's just the way that, uh, that it's just the way of life. It's just the way things are. When you start making better choices, those people that are good for you in your life will start flocking around you and will start supporting you and loving you for the perfect and whole human being that you truly are. So in a few moments of closing, I'm going to ask again, Susan, do we have anyone um, on the phone lines? No, we do not. But then um, uh, Lisa and I were discussing about um, stressors and what you were talking about earlier, the fight or flight response. And yes. that's your, your own innate, like, response to anything, you know, like a deer in the woods that's a gunshot, they run, you know, it's that yes. fight or flight. And, um, and there's um, not only people with seizures, but like people with uh, PTSD that suffer from that fight or flight response, that exaggerated response. And it's how they deal with that with the stressors. Um, you know, it's the same as with seizures, you know, it's all getting back to what, you know, like, you're comfortable with and back to the basics and everything. And yeah. um, there's somebody online that just typed in that said it's Mylene. Hi, Mylene. Hi, Mylene. Do you have a question for us? They're on chat. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's so good to have Mylene with us today. I know that uh, Mylene, for those of you that haven't had the experience yet, uh, she is a beautiful and talented artist, and we're going to be featuring more and more of her work on the NSDF uh, website. And we will soon um, be um, bringing you a chance, an opportunity 
to purchase some exclusive uh, artwork from Mylene. Not only will you be helping your favorite charity, but you will also be helping a fellow seizure survivor. Oh my, think of the background noise. Um, and so, what I think I'm going to go ahead and do is, since there are no more callers, since we have no questions, I think I'm going to go ahead and close the show a few minutes early. And so, there you have it, folks. Tonight we offered you the best of the week. This week I want you to check in through our website and our social media pages. Let us know your thoughts. Did you learn something new tonight? Did you develop a sense of support? Or did you just have a relaxing hour away from the worries of the world? What are your thoughts on stress? What are your thoughts on dealing with stress? What are your thoughts on stress and how they're related to seizures? I want you to share those thoughts with us. And I invite you to follow National Seizure Disorders Foundation on Facebook at facebook.com slash NSDF37029 or on Google Plus. Over on Google Plus, you can find us at plus National Seizure Disorders Foundation Burns. Yes, it's a long name for a strong foundation. So follow us for updates, information, and inspiration. And enjoy tonight's recording through our website, nsdf.us, every day, every moment throughout the week. Through the week, look for and participate in our many events that are active online. I want you to know that uh, every Monday night, we have for you at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time NSDF Power Hour, which is, which is an hour of live support brought to you through Google Hangouts, which is a video platform. So if you don't want to get out of the house, but yet you want to have a face-to-face -face support group, NSDF Power Hour is the way to go. As you connect with us over there at uh, Google+, we'll add you to the circles of our favorite people to hang out with on Monday nights for Power Hour. If you have trouble finding, finding us over there on Google+, or uh, if you really just don't know what Google+, is, and that is a possibility, go ahead and find us anywhere. Find the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name through social network and um, let us know that you wanted to be added to our list for Monday night's Power Hour. Someone will get with you, will collect your email, and we will go ahead and set you up in our circles to uh, be reminded of upcoming uh, events. I want you to consider being a part of a growing movement to bring order to seizure disorders. Share the goodness of National Seizure Disorders Foundation and share the goodness of Power Radio to let others know that you care. We're giving you the opportunity to join us in sharing gratitude. And it's so easy. Simply 
share the good news, either by word of mouth or through writing, through writing, you know, through uh, posts on Facebook or whatever social network you prefer. Let everyone know that you got to listen in tonight. You got to participate in Power Radio. And let them know that they can listen all week long through our website at nsdf.us. I want you to know that when you do this, everyone will know that powerful people support National Seizure Disorders Foundation. People like you, the loyal listener, people like Susan and Jason, our volunteer power radio staff, people like our sponsors, our partners, our donors, and our members. I want you to share so that others may become aware. So if you enjoyed tonight's show and wish to be a part of keeping us active, please connect with us and let us know that you're ready to give of your time, your talent, or your treasure. One of our staff, maybe me, will be with you to discuss the pleasant details and offer a memorable experience creating a winning solution all around. You know, sometimes it only takes a dollar to keep us going, and if you happen to have that dollar, we promise that it will be put to good use. Perhaps you or your employer might even be the next sponsor for a Pause for Seizures Service Canine or help lift NSDF to our newest, most innovative service that will help millions. I want you to go ahead this week and follow Facebook, follow National Seizure Disorders Foundation through Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn for announcements of upcoming online events. Remember, we celebrate you. Every day, we celebrate knowing that you are becoming more and that you are becoming a part of the experience that is National Seizure Disorders Foundation. Together, we are bringing order to seizure disorders. I want to thank you all for joining us tonight from the beautiful state of Tennessee. This is terrific Tanya Heathcote speaking for all the NSDF and Power Radio staff, guests, and partners, wishing you better health, peace of mind, and the presence of abundant love. Why? Because I can think of no better gifts to give. Until next week, everyone, have a good night. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.